Hello, this is Aaliyah Grace Dean, and I am the host of this podcast that you're listening to right now called Sides Grace. And ironic, I know my middle name is Grace. That's where I came up with the idea. But if you are tuning in and you've tuned in every single week, I want to extend my gratitude. Thank you so much for tuning back in this week. And if you are new, I also want to share my gratitude with you and say thank you for clicking and listening today. That means a lot to me. I release every single Wednesday, and if you want more information for the podcast that I post and a little bit more information that I may have not provided here on this podcast today, please go to my Instagram, my official podcast Instagram, side underscore grace. That's where you can find all that information that you need. Set your reminders to remind you that a new podcast comes out every single Wednesday. And on that note, I'm not going to keep you any longer. We're going to get the podcast rolling right now. Grab your pen. And make sure you grab that journal too, because we are talking about how journaling can impact our mental health and our healing journey. You probs hear a lot of the time that journaling is just this amazing tool that everyone should use. Well, I'm gonna agree with that. I'm gonna agree with that statement. But I also wanna emphasize that journaling is not for everyone. So if you try it and you dislike it, that is perfectly okay. That does not make you any less of a person. That doesn't make you less smart or less capable of healing. Everyone's gonna use different tools, okay? So journaling's not your thing. And if you listen to this podcast and you're like, ah, you know what, maybe I'll try it. And then you don't like it, that's okay. I've had those couple times. I've done that a couple times with journaling, okay? It's a try it and then eh, maybe I don't like it that much. And then you try it again a little bit later and you're like, oh, I can kind of see why I like this. So it's a trial and error in everything that we do. So you already know, I'm going to start this podcast off with my personal experience with the topic that we're talking about today. Growing up, if I remember correctly, I believe I used to keep a diary in a journal from time to time. Why I say if I'm remembering this quite like correctly is because I've noticed that my memory has been not that well from my childhood recently. And I think that is dealing with, you know, a lot of trauma and my brain's trying to protect me, but that's a whole other discussion that we're gonna have for another podcast episode. But yes, my memory has been a little bit foggy. I do remember my childhood for most part, but there are some details that I'm kind of trying to string together, but I do remember having a diary. So that's why I say if I recall correctly, but I'm pretty sure I had a diary. So. Honestly, in that diary that I had, it wasn't the happiest place though. So the things that I was writing was pretty dark. I actually still have them and look them over, um, but I haven't looked over in a while. So, I mean, I guess I do remember I have a journal or a diary. So yes, I've had a diary, but I hadn't looked in it in the past, but I know that when I was younger, I remember putting some really morbid and dark things in my diary, in my journal. Now as a 23-year-old woman, I have used my journal in other ways. I still use my journal to write out experiences and thoughts that are not, you know, positive. However, I find myself more being more intentional with each journal entry that I'm writing. So I'm using that journal as a tool for myself and a way for me to express myself that I may not be able to do in a lot of places or with a lot of people. I started journaling again in January after the passing of my brother. 
I was sleeping rather well. However, I found that around 3 to 4 a.m., I'd wake up in the middle of the night gasping for air and almost going into a panic attack or having a lot of anxiety-induced dreams. And I had a lot of ruminating thoughts as well when I was sleeping. I'd wake up in a puddle of sweat sometimes and I'll be panting, my heart would be racing. And it's like something that you would see in a scary movie almost. You know, when someone wakes up and they're like, <gasps> yeah, that was me. That was me a lot. And I still get those experiences sometimes if I'm not journaling out what's going on for me. So I used to express that to my therapist and she explained that my anxiety was manifesting and seeping into my sleep. And these dreams were only related really to, you know, the death of my brother and just death overall. So a lot of my dreams that were coming in to fruition in my dreams was because, you know, a lot of it was that anxiety due of death and then also losing my brother. So she suggested that I start journaling and she wanted me to journal for about the max time 15 minutes before bed. She explained to me that this journaling should be free flowing to write whatever I wanted to write. It could be about the day or it can be about how mad I was that my brother left and that he's not here anymore. You know, I should not care about the neatness or the gram grammatical errors that were in my journal entries either. So this was really just almost like a brain dump. Like I'm just dumping everything and anything I wanna say anything that's in my head, any thoughts that I have, and I'm just dumping it in there. The reason for this was that, you know, I needed to get everything out, everything in my head onto a paper. And I should not, you know, I shouldn't exceed that 15 minutes. She was very specific about that. It should be the minimum is five and the exceeding time is 15 minutes. And I should not reflect or read over what I just wrote. You know, I need to close the book and go to bed. I just needed that mental dump. I need to get all those things out of my head. And I started doing this every night for a couple of months. And within the first few weeks, the first few weeks of trying it, I actually started seeing a significant difference you know I was sleeping throughout the night without any dreams and my panic attacks started going a lot lower and you know it started decreasing and to the point now where I really don't get them at night and I don't get a lot of dreams anymore either I was actually mind blown that something like just free flow writing everything in my mind really allowed the intense dreams to subside and I literally still use it till this day you know, oftentimes it is always hard to remember that the journal, to journal right before bed because I'm tired. So it's really hard for me to be like, oh, I'm going to spend 15 minutes in journal. Like that's hard sometimes because I'm tired. But if I notice I'm having a really highly emotional day or I've been having, you know, a lot of anxious thoughts or ruminating thoughts, I make it an intention to journal before I go to bed because if I don't, I run the risk that I might wake up with a dream or into a panic attack. So for me, that 15 minute journaling has helped me a lot with my sleep and my anxiety and those ruminating thoughts I used to have at night, as well as I use it for, you know, showing my gratitude as well and setting intentions for my day and the future that I want. That brings that positive thoughts back into the playing field as well. 
Because, you know, some of the times when I'm writing things, it's not always positive. Some of them are, you know, if I got in an argument with my mom or if I got in an argument with my boyfriend or if I'm mad about something else or I'm feeling anxious or I'm having a lot of scary thoughts, that's a place where I put that all in my journal. However, I also make it an intention to bring back in that positive as well. So that also makes journaling really fun for me. Now, we're going to break the podcast up as we usually do. But before we do that, I have a few questions and I want you to kind of ask yourself this. Have you ever even tried journaling before or do you still journal currently? So have you ever tried it? Or if you have tried it, are you still doing it? You know, what is your personal journey and history with journaling? And if you no longer journal, what were some of the reasons for not continuing? And if you still like to journal, what are some of the things that you like to journal about? And have you noticed a difference once you started journaling and sticking to a journaling routine? Sometimes we're always caught up in the the mix of the tools that we're using, but we we often forget to ask ourselves those simple questions and be like, hmm, how is this working for me? You know, is this technique really helping me? Am I learning from this? Am I liking this? So sometimes, okay, let me just sit down and ask myself those questions. So now that I asked you those questions again, just think about them. I'm going to go into the subtopic one, which is the benefits of journaling. The first benefit I want to talk about is that journaling can help clear your head and clarify your thoughts and feelings. Do you ever feel like you go through an experience and you're not sure how it made you feel or you feel many different things at once? By journaling, you can sometimes be led to how you are feeling or discovering the words to describe the way you feel. So if you went through an incident where, you know, maybe you got into a fight or someone said something to you that you really, you don't know how you kind of feel about it. And that happens a lot. That's happened to me. And you're kind of just like, oh, I don't really know how that made me feel. And sometimes having that journal and writing out that situation and things that were said and describing the situation in your journal, you often at times can be led to what you were feeling. It might arise some of those feelings again for you. Now you can identify like, oh, I was experiencing anger at that moment. You know, that really provides that clarity for you. So that's the first benefit with journaling. The second benefit that I see with journaling is that, you know, you make important connections between your thoughts, your feelings, and your behaviors. So using journaling can also help you with reflecting on past situations, you know, and how you behaved before with those situations. This can help you on your journey of changing future behaviors that you don't really like. So it's kind of like that CBT, you know, that cognitive behavioral therapy approach here. So you're having that journal and let's say, again, you're describing a situation that happened or event in your day and you're describing your feelings or your thoughts that were coming and your feelings that you had. And then you're able with your journal entry sometimes for me, I typically don't read it back. Um, The ones that I do at the nighttime, those are specifically ones I will not read. But there are some journal entries where I write about a situation and I write about how I was feeling, the things that I said, the thoughts that I had at that moment. And I reflect on it the next day and I'm like, hmm, you know, I could have done this better. I could have said this differently. 
And it's providing me a lesson for free that isn't harmful, but I'm realizing now like, oh, you know, I didn't have to say that one thing to that person. That was unnecessary and that was mean. So being able again to, it's almost like um, it's keeping you accountable, that journal. So having that journal and being able to reflect on some situations and learning from it, again, that journal can be really useful for that. And then changing the future behaviors. Our third benefit is you get to know yourself better. So through this process, you're really getting to know who you are, the things that are making you angry or sad or happy or grateful, and you're learning who you are throughout this journaling journey. The fourth benefit is that you reduce stress. So writing about anger, sadness, and other painful emotions help to release the intensity of those feelings that you may be experiencing, you know? And it also helps improve your immune system because again, that stress causes our fight, flight, or freeze response. And if our body, our um, nervous system is constantly going, we wanna be able to get into that parasympathetic. We wanna be able to calm our body, our mind. But if we're always in constant stress, our body starts to react, starts producing those chemicals and causing that inflammation. So again, that journaling can be really helpful in reducing and alleviating stress for us. Our fifth benefit is the journaling can also help with depression. So it gives someone the opportunity to release pent up negative emotions. It helps them build a buffer between their negative thoughts and their sense of well-being as well. So again, that ability to write out all the things that you're thinking is really therapeutic, especially for someone who is dealing with depression as well. The sixth benefit is that journaling can help ease anxiety. So this is by clearing your head, like I stated before, and reducing stress. So again, you're getting all those things out, all those ruminating thoughts that are circling up in your head, and you're just getting it out on paper or all your fears, you're getting it out on paper. And then the last benefit is that journaling can help also with sleep. So that what I mentioned before, so journaling reduced bedtime worry and stress overall. You know, increase your sleep time and improves your sleep quality. So again, that 15 minute, setting aside just a 15 minute block before bed to just get all those things out on paper before you go to sleep, so you're able to, again, increase the benefit and the outcome of your sleep that night. And I know I said that was the last one, but I do have one more. I just thought of this as well. Journaling has the ability to track your patterns, your trends, and the improvement and growth over time, too. So like I was saying before, when you're able to write out your thoughts, your feelings, and the behaviors from a situation or reoccurring situations for yourself, you're able to track your progress throughout them. So if you're now journaling, um, you know, day one of journaling, you're just like, oh, my anxiety is not doing really well. And then maybe on day 90, you're like, oh, my anxiety is doing really well. And you are able to then now reflect on those past journaling entries and see your progress or seeing where you need to make some changes. So now we're going to move into subtopic two. So subtopic two is the types of journaling and how to start journaling. 
So there are so many different types of journalings and forms of journaling. And I'm only going to name a few. And I think what's really important with journaling is understanding that it is a really creative and free flowing space. So there's no right or wrong way to journal. How one person journals does not mean that's typically the way you are going to want to journal. So being aware and kind to yourself and understanding like everyone has different journaling types and my way is not necessarily the wrong way. So I'm going to name all the different types and there are probably way more than what I'm naming, but here are a few. We have the bullet journaling. So those are journals that kind of have like bullets and you can really, these are really useful for tracking things. So a lot of times I see people making graphs almost and they'll almost um, track. I've seen like emotional tracking. So they'll track how they're doing emotionally each and every single day and they'll fill it in with a certain color. So again, those bullet journals are really helpful and you can buy them at places like Staples and Target. Then we have dream journaling. So a journal that is just dedicated to dreams. And a lot of times people like to do that because oftentimes it's hard for us to remember what we dreamed about. So if we wake up from a dream, a lot of people will write out their dream and then sometimes they reflect on it as well. Then you have that artistic journaling. So this one's really cool because I've seen a lot of them and I see a lot of them on TikTok. And this is where people cut out pictures and different wordings from different books or newspapers and they make this beautiful collage and they arrange it all together and it almost is kind of like a mood board and it's very gorgeous and so intricate and well done so artistic journaling if you feel like you know that's something you want to do as well as with artistic journaling it can even be doodling it can be doodling it can be um, painting it can be so many different things with journaling we have like the record journal as well so Again, that artistic journal, there are so many different types of ways to do artistic journaling. We have the food journaling. So that's where typically people will write down, you know, what they ate in a day. And this is often seen with people who want to lose or gain weight or track, you know, their food intake. And sometimes they'll put like, you know, how I felt throughout that day when I ate this. So food journaling, again, is a really good, useful tool if you have a certain goal that you want to reach. Gratitude journaling. So some people just have a journal that's dedicated to gratitude, which I have it kind of mixed into both. There's also a reading journal, and that's where people kind of jot down and dissect what they just read. So sometimes they might not have um, a book club or someone that they can speak to about the book. So they kind of just jot down and write down their whole experience reading that book and, you know, what the book was about. Then there's a travel journal. So this is, you know, writing about your travels, which I think is really cool. Then you have pocket journaling, which is, you know, that little pocket journal and you kind of take it out and write down those sporadic or random thoughts that come to your head or something that you were feeling, you can quickly write it down. We also have that personal junk journal and this is where you drop all those negative thoughts and feelings and situations into one place. We have the poetry journal. We have the manifestation journal. We have ideas journal. So, you know, any future ideas that you kind of want to act upon. I have a journal just for that as well for this podcast. And the last one that I have is a letter journal. And this is where you're able to write a letter to someone, but you never send it. And you just have a journal full of those future letters that you're never going to send. So now that we talked about all the different types of journaling, we're going to now start talking about how do I start journaling in the first place? 
So when you're beginning your journal journey, the rule of thumb is, you know, you want to set 20 minutes aside a day to journal. It can be more or less, but set a time frame for yourself where you can really sit, relax and journal and journal out anything and express yourself without any time constraints or any type of um, obligations or things that you need to be done. Set away that time for yourself. It's almost like a sacred time where you can really just get in touch with the things that are going on for you. Do not overconsume yourself in the thought of, again, those punctuations, the spelling, and the grammatical errors. What is imperative is that you are getting your thoughts down on that paper. And then also you want to make sure that you're writing in a private space that is free from distractions so that what you're writing about isn't clouded with what's going on around you. I've tried that before. It does not work. So with that, those tips, one of the things that I really like is that pause, reflect, and express, right? So pause and get that pen. You're then going to want to express your feelings in however way that suits you best. And then you want to reflect. So even though sometimes there are some journal entries, um, like my nightly ones where I do not reflect because it's supposed to be this releasing method, it's important again for some journal entries to go back and just look at it and reflect on it. And now you have a different mindset from when you wrote that last journal entry. And then there's also this acronym, it's called WRITE. And it's something to keep in mind when you're journaling. So WRITE stands for, you know, when you are starting a journal entry, you're gonna think about this acronym. The W in WRITE is what's the topic? Your R is that you're gonna wanna review and reflect. Your I is that you're gonna wanna investigate. So you're gonna wanna investigate if what your feelings or the things that you're expressing is true. The T is the time. So how much time are you setting away for yourself with this journaling? And then your E is your exit, your exit smart. So again, you want to go back and you want to reflect on your journal entry. You know, you want to reflect on it, investigate it and kind of figure out like, okay. And with the reflection key part here is that you don't have to reflect on it right after writing because Oftentimes when we're done journaling, you know, a lot of times we do feel that alleviation of that emotion that we were feeling. And sometimes we might need to take some extra steps and techniques, but that helped a little bit. So sometimes it's okay to go back the, the next day or in a couple days and reflect on that journal entry, you know, cause you're in a different mindset. You're in a different headspace at that time. So you're more, you're thinking clearly, you're kind of reflecting back on it. And I find myself sometimes when I look at mine, I'm just like, wow, I can't believe I had that thought process. I actually found a journal entry when I was 17 years old. And some of the things that I said were so, 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 so negative and so mean. I was so mean to myself and I came to realize I was like, wow, like I'm reflecting on that now. And I'm like, I'm at such a different space than I was when I was 17 years old. So again, you sometimes you get that sense of like, wow, I'm so proud of myself and I'm so happy that I'm here and that, you know, I've learned since then. And same thing can go for your current journal entries where you kind of look back on it and you're like, huh, 
you know what, I will handle that differently next time if that happens. So again, it's a useful tool to have and it keeps you accountable. So then now we're gonna move into subtopic three. And this is really talking about what do I write about? I know oftentimes when we're getting and we're sitting down, we're like, what do I talk about? For me, with the 15 minute um, nightly journals, I, again, that's, I write about anything. It can be anything and anything that you want to talk about, right? But what if you, what do you do if you're not doing the nightly journal? And you just really want to journal, right? I, maybe you want to do prompts or maybe you're just not sure where to start. So I'm going to give you some resources and some ideas where to look when you actually want to use like a prompt or kind of get the ball rolling on some ideas of what you can write about. So the first place that I'm going to suggest is Pinterest. And in Pinterest, I actually search up journal prompts and there are so many you can literally print out a list of journal prompts and there are like 90 like there's one page I'll have like 90 day journal prompts I thought that was the coolest thing ever so Pinterest is a really useful tool if you want to look up journal prompts another place that you can look is TikTok I know I've mentioned TikTok a lot in this podcast but I'm telling you TikTok is a really useful tool and I don't think people are realizing that so if you want to look up journal prompts just type in TikTok journal prompts. You're gonna find a lot. Another way that you can look up or you know, kind of find a way to inspire inspire your journey on journaling is you know, there are different types of journal books uh, that you can buy. There's this one book called Wellness Journal Joy, or there's another one called the Anti-Anxiety Notebook. Another journal is called the Childhood History Journal. And then another journal that is really good is A Year of Zen, and this is a 52-week guided journal, and this is A Year of Daily Reflections. So all those journals that I just mentioned, they all have prompts in them already in the book, right? It's the prompt and then a blank space or blank pages where you can write to that prompt. And so the anti-anxiety one is really toned, like, tuned to that anxiety piece, right? And in your wellness journal, Joy, this is so many different types of prompts. Your childhood history journal, again, that's really targeting your childhood history. And there are so many different books out there that are available and accessible to us. So those are some really good ones that I really like. And there's those ones you can order offline, Amazon, Barnes and Noble, which is really useful. So again, if you don't wanna buy a blank journal, you wanna buy one with that already half prompt you can start there as well. And then when you're journaling, you know, I always say, just say what you have to say, you know, get out on that piece of paper, whatever you have to get out on there. There are no right or wrong ways to journal. Just get all those thoughts. Or if you had a situation that day and you just need some clarity or you just really need to get it out get that journal if you feel like there's no one that you can really talk to about it your journal's right there journaling is a really useful tool for us it's something that we can really look back on and something again that i keep saying is able to hold us accountable without even knowing that it's holding us accountable right but again it's that reflection piece that growing piece that able to see where we were maybe a couple months ago or maybe a couple weeks ago or years ago and able to look back and be like, wow, 
I was at such a different headspace and now I'm here. And again, it's a useful tool that we can all really appreciate. And it's all different for all of us. And I've met a lot of people who, again, don't really necessarily enjoy journaling, but that journaling piece, again, has that mind and muscle connection. It has that, you know, that feeling of writing out, that therapeutic feeling of writing out all the things in your mind going through and flowing through out of your hand, right? And sometimes, again, like I said, some people don't like to journal. So sometimes people often like they'll use their phone and they'll record and like they'll talk to a friend almost like they're recording themselves and they'll talk to a friend. Like they'll have a conversation like they're talking to their friend, but they're actually just recording themselves. And later on, they'll go back and look at it. Or there are also apps as well where you can just journal on that app. So if you don't want to write it out, you can also go on those apps and then they have journal prompts there for you or where you can write those thoughts and even your note app as well. Again, journaling, the hand-mind connection and that pen and paper has that therapeutic quality. But again, we live now in a time where there are so many different ways to express ourselves in a means of writing. And so you can use an app. You can also not even write and just speak it out as well, which can be really therapeutic. So I really hope that this podcast episode was really useful and insightful for you. I think sometimes people hear journaling and they're just like, eh, I don't really want to do that. And so I hope that was able, I was able to connect with you and maybe open up a door that you didn't think was going to open anytime soon. And if that door didn't open, that's perfectly fine. But maybe you know someone who maybe be, who may find this podcast episode useful. So share with them, share this podcast with them, share my podcast overall with them and Follow me at side underscore grace, as well as stay tuned each week as I release a new episode every single Wednesday. And on that note, thank you so much for allowing me this space to speak about something that really is endearing and something that I love so much. I hope you have a wonderful rest of your week and I can't wait for you to hear me next Wednesday.